morning, everyone, and welcome to Emmett Audio episode number 12. I think it's 12. Um, I have an addendum to yesterday's podcast that uh, Paul Oak asked me to mention, which is, uh, so yesterday's podcast was about real engagement versus followers on social media. And he pointed out that uh, a crucial part of this is... A crucial part of real engagement is actually uh, commenting on other people's work and other people's posts and interacting. So that takes the part of both replying to everyone who uh, corresponds with you, but also um, it also takes the, the, the part of reaching out to people specifically um, whose work you admire, who, you know, interacting with people, creating a community. So that's an important piece that I left out. Today I want to talk to you about a crucial aspect of getting good at at whatever it is you want to get good at, which is deliberate practice. Um, There was this notion that was tossed around uh, about the idea of 10,000 hours, and that that was the amount of time it took to get good at something, but... Uh, really that got misconstrued. It was from a Malcolm Gladwell book and and Malcolm Gladwell himself has said that it was misquoted and that really the important thing in terms of getting good at something is deliberate practice. Now, deliberate practice is practice where you uh, stretch yourself deliberately to uh, work on the parts that you're weakest at, to take the parts that you're good at and really push to make them as, you know, to, to improve as, as much as you possibly can. And this is counterintuitive to how a lot of us operate, right? We, we enjoy doing something, so we want to do it in a way that is enjoyable. Um, and I'm not saying that spoon carving should be unenjoyable. And I do actually think that spoon carving as an activity is um, something that sort of lends itself naturally to... Um, deliberate practice because we try to make each spoon better than the last or as good as it possibly can be so unlike i don't know playing a game of tennis with somebody where you might just you know whack the ball back and forth with a spoon when you're carving a spoon you are striving for this perfect image in your head and and doing the best you can to get there so i think that as an activity it naturally lends itself to deliberate practice but uh, I think where a lot of people who are trying to then take something like spoon carving and turn it into a living fall short is that uh, I think it also pays huge dividends to treat all the other aspects of having a business as a deliberate practice. So to give just the two examples that we're at with the virtual apprenticeship challenge, you also need to try and make your photographs better each time and really study what it takes to make a, a good photograph, a great photograph. Um, and each photo, you know, you should be striving to improve your abilities and, and your technical understanding and your intuitive grasp of something uh, every time you do it. So there's the photography, there's the use of social media, there's the larger strategy of the business, there's understanding how to bring value to customers and create a community. And then sometimes uh, having a career like this means (laughs) stretching yourself in ways that are uncomfortable. So 
the easiest example in my life is uh, deciding to start Spoonosaurus Magazine with Matt White. It was not something that I knew anything about how to do it. I'm still deeply uncomfortable with many aspects of it. Um, and, and, uh, and, and it has caused me to grow professionally in ways that are far beyond what I would have otherwise, just because I tackled things that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, I'd say the other thing that's directly related to spoon carving that uh, helped me with deliberate practice, two things actually. The first is doing spoon blanks for other people and therefore pushing myself to do them as swiftly and consistently and without failure uh, as I possibly could, that pushed me to become much, much better at using the axe than I had been. And that was definitely my weakest link. Um, and then the third thing, I suppose, was the 10-minute uh, spoon that I carved. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my YouTube channel, which is just my name, and search for the video that's me carving a spoon in 10 minutes. Uh, this was something that I set out to do to try and figure out if what I could learn from adding a more performative, performance-based aspect to spoon carving. And, um, and so I pushed myself to carve a spoon from a piece of wood, axed it, and then carved it into a usable spoon in 10 minutes. And boy, was it hard. And boy, did I learn a lot from it. So uh, pushing yourself in deliberate ways like that outside your comfort zone where you're, you know, obviously you're using sharp tools. So be safe. Don't push yourself in that way. But um, finding ways, safe ways to deliberately push past your comfort zone, I think is a critical part of deliberate practice. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.